How is it that there are independent musicians out there who have no ties to any big record labels or financial backing able to get their music heard by millions of people and live out their dreams of being full-time musicians? That's the question, and on this podcast, we will discover the answers together. I'm Leezy the Gifted, and this is the Music Mastery Podcast. What's going on, everybody? You're tuned in to another episode of the Music Mastery Podcast with your host, Lizzie the Gifted, where we do a brand new episode every day documenting my journey as an independent musician. We have got a fellow independent musician in the building, uh, one of my favorite rappers right now, uh, both up and coming and just of all artists. Uh, his brand new album, Breakout Season, is now available on all streaming platforms. It is one of the hottest albums of 2020. And uh, it's one of my favorite albums that I've been listening to nonstop since it's dropped in November. So uh, give it up in welcoming my man, Showtime V. What is going on, my guy? My, my dude, my dude, what's going on, man? We, we good, man. This is great. So we linked at Chico State originally. Uh, Josh uh, was playing basketball there and I was the team manager. That's how we met. And we both were like, hey, we both do music. So obviously we, we vibed. You lived with Keith, who Keith Tattoo, one of my best friends. So that's also how we linked. Um, yeah, man. So I, I, I'm happy to have you on. I'm, I'm curious to know, what was it like? I always like to ask people what it was like for them growing up. You grew up in LA. How did you get involved with music in terms of like how you grew up? So in terms of how I grew up, um, so uh, how I got involved with music was from my father. He um he literally like does everything like he plays every instrument you can think of like even instruments I didn't even know about at the time like he played those so he just always had like that ear for music and mm -hmm. you know it just it just kind of you know what I mean carried down to me and you know I I played I played a lot of instruments when I was growing up like I played like the piano I played the saxophone I played the drums I played a lot of stuff but you know when it came to making music that that's the thing that really stuck with me you know what I'm saying and I just I just realized that like. Over, over the years, I just got better and better, and you know that's just, just the, that's the thing that really just stuck with me mm -hmm. going forward. Uh, what are some of those instruments that that you said he played that you didn't know existed? He played like some crazy stuff, like the piccolo, bro. Like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like just <laughs> like anything, bro. Like anything, like it'll be crazy because like he'll be able to like hear songs and just play the like he could play songs on the piano just by hearing it one time. Like it was mm. it was. It was some crazy stuff, bro. So, yeah, I just seeing that, it was like, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? And then that just kind of took me to another level. Well, then it took me to another level, but, like, just seeing that was, like, I kind of just fell in love with it at the time, you mm -hmm. know? But I was playing basketball, so music was always, like, like just in the back burner, like, all right, like, I can do it, you know what I mean? But I never really took it seriously until about, like, a year ago. But, yeah, that's, that's really how, like, musically I got in tune with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so you got involved with basketball at what age? I started playing basketball when I was around 11 years old. Okay. How did you fall in love with that? Bro, so uh, um, my mom, my mom's side was uh, the reason why I fell in love with basketball because she, all, all she watched was basketball. So that's mm -hmm. all I saw on TV. And I used to, uh, <laughs> it's actually really funny, bro, because like, uh, I used to do karate. I don't know if you did karate. I feel like everybody did karate at some point. No, like, I did not. I didn't. That's cool that, that you did that. I did not do that. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, we, I did karate. And, like, before karate class, like, I would literally – I didn't have a, a court in my backyard, but I had a bucket. And, like, I would literally shoot a bucket. Like, really? Like, 
Yeah, like I'm talking about like, like catching from deep though. Like I was shooting like, you know what I mean? Like three, like three point range, like just catching them out like in the bucket. Like, but it was kind of frustrating at the time because like every time I shot it, like I'd have to pick the bucket up <laughs> and then go back and try to shoot again. Every time I make a shot, I have to pick it up. Right. But um, yeah, so I started doing that and it, I just fell in love with it. And I got on the team. I played at the Christian YMCA by my house. Like I was around 11 years old. And that's why I met all my teammates and everything. Yeah, I just took it, took it from there. Where are you from in L.A.? I am from, like, so I'm next to, like, Bal- I don't know if you heard of Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills. No, I don't think I have. Okay, so I'm – the district I live in is West Adams. A lot of people don't know about that. So I just say, like, I'm close to, like, Baldwin Hills, like, Culver City area. I don't know if you heard of Culver City. Culver City, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Very cool. Um, so – basketball and hoop I mean we and we're similar because I grew up with basketball um and you know then I transitioned to music uh so when you transitioned to music which is more recent for you I believe what was that like mentally for you it was it's crazy that you asked me that bro because like mentally because I was so used to just playing basketball and like just being on that grind, like that hooper grind. I was always getting to the gym, like, you know what I'm saying? But, and you, like, when it came down to, like, what I really wanted to do, the pandemic actually, like, played a huge part in that because, like, a lot of stuff was, like, shut down. Like, I was, I was working out trying to get on a team, like, but then, like, COVID made everything so weird, you know what I'm saying? So, a lot of options was just falling through for me. And I'm like, okay. So, like, I really had to, like, I really had to just sit down and look in the mirror, like, you know what I'm saying? And then once I really started going, getting going with music, and I started going to the studio for real, for real, like I just started, my, I started seeing myself just get better and better and better at a such such a fast rate. I'm like, okay, like it was just coming so natural to me. It was like, okay, like like this is what I got to do. I got to take this seriously. And then I started dropping songs, and like everybody started listening to it. Like for real, for real, I'm like, okay, like this is something where I really got to start getting going, you know. And, and yeah. basically, from there, it just. It just, you know, I mean, now it's something that I know, like, that I have to do, and I know that I should take it forward, like, for it. So, like, it's not even like, it's just like that transition is like, I, I can't really, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just like, like I, I just know that it's somewhere, it's something I gotta, I gotta do going forward. So it's just, it's just like, I'm, I'm trying to put it in words, like it's. I can't really describe it. It's like when, when you play basketball and it's like you're working out every day. It's like, all right, like I gotta lock in. It's kind of like the same thing. Like now I know I'm in, I'm in the repetition of doing it all the time. So it's like, okay, now I gotta lock in. Now I gotta, you know, what I mean, do what I gotta do to take these things to the next level. So that's really where I'm where I'm at with it. Do you find there's a challenge because with basketball <clears throat> and being a college basketball player, your whole schedule is set for you pretty much, and you know where to go at what time at what location. And now as an artist, it's completely different. You have to shape your own schedule. Do you find that that's a challenge? That's definitely a challenge. It's definitely mm-hmm. a challenge. You know, like, it's obviously like things, things are a bit different when like everything's just laid out for you. You know what I mean? You got practice at this time. You have, you know what I mean? In between classes, this is, okay, this is when I can get shots up. But like now it's like, all right, like now I got to wake up, really set my schedule. Like, like, I mean, you know, like, you know, yeah. with all the stuff yeah. that you're doing and the grind that you're on, like it's, it's, it's a different ball game for sure. That's for where sure. the biggest, that's probably not the biggest challenge, but that's one challenge that I've obviously experience is just being like, what do I do? Like, what right. am I supposed to be doing here? Cause I have, you have the belief in yourself and the hustle and the work ethic, 
but it's very misguided when you first start. Cause you're like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And right. I, I think the best thing to do is to do what you think you should do. Like you think you should go to the studio. That sounds like a good idea. Go and figure it out from there and then start figuring right. out what else should I do? Just as long as you're trying and doing something that's good to me because you're going to end up learning what works for you. And then you're going to learn like things that work for other people that you could try, you know? Um, like when I first started 10 years ago, I don't think Facebook ads was like a big thing at all. Instagram was, was like, it was big, but not like what it is now. It's like a requirement. Like if you don't have an Instagram account, you're like, what? Like, that's not a thing. Everybody who raps and does music has Instagram pretty much. Um, when I was started, it wasn't a thing. When I started, people still had CD players in their cars pretty frequently. There was AUGs cords and Bluetooth, but a lot of people had CD players still. So I was passing out CDs when I first started because that made sense at the time. Now that's like, that doesn't make sense to do that now. Um, and now we have TikTok. I think now we have more power to reach more people faster and easier than when I first, first started. And like, yeah, I mean, what do you, where do you see, like, uh, where do you want to go? I mean, what's the direction that you want to go in with your music career? Uh, the direction, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to see where, where, I, where I could take it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep working. I'm not really focused on the end, pro the end product. I'm just focused on the process, bro. And just, just keep working, just keep working and see how far I can go, bro. That's, that's really what I'm on right now. That's dope. The process is, uh, the tough, I used to really, um, I used to really resent when people would say to enjoy the process. I used to hate when people said that to me. Cause I'm like, bro, why I'm broke. I'm putting out all this effort into this music. It's going nowhere. Don't fucking tell me to enjoy this shit, but uh, you actually do have to. I mean, cause now I'm like, Oh, I think the biggest thing that I lacked was patience. Like I didn't understand how young I was and how young I am now. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a regret that I have is like, I wish that I was more patient because it would have saved me a lot of just like stress and anxiety, you know, uh, what's your patience level at? I mean, where are you at with that? Bro, honestly, like, I feel like patience is a skill, bro. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so, it's so much harder than people think. Like it's really hard to be patient when you really think about it, especially about the things that you love, you know? Yeah. But, um, so I definitely feel that, but, uh, my patience level, I mean, I know that I know that it's a grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like with that last album I put out, like I knew it was really good, but at the same time I knew that like I'm not really like known as much. So like I knew that like, you know what I'm saying, it's it's a grind at the end of the day. Like, okay, like it can get this amount of plays or whatever, but at the end of the day, like I know that like there's no there's no quick ticket. You know what I'm saying? Like like my, my career has just started and yeah. Those songs can maybe blow up, blow up, like in the like in the future. You know what I mean? People can might look back to my old stuff and be like, okay, like this dude, like he has some stuff. But like, I know that it's a grind, bro. So like, I'm I'm just trying as best as I can to be patient. It's hard though. It's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, bro. But yeah, I'm, I'm, my patience level is is pretty good right now. I would say. How do you feel about the level of the music? Just off the, the way the music sounds. How do you feel about it? I feel I feel really good, bro. Yeah. I think you should. I mean, I know when I first started with music, I, I knew my music wasn't good. Like I was like, this is the best that it can be right now. But on a general level, it wasn't your, 
well, you've been making music for a while. It's not like this was the first ever music you've made. Uh, so you've been putting your reps in, but it is a good album. I mean, it's very good. I, I, I think you're getting probably pretty good reactions from people from what I've heard. And I like really enjoy listening to it, which is really fun for me as a fan of yours and your friend, because I'm like, man, it's so like, it just makes me enjoy the music more. Like, not only is it hella good, like it fits my sound. Like, this is the shit I like. I love the auto tune rap with, with real like flow but then melodic singing there. I'm into that sound. So this hits me perfect. Um, Artists that come to mind would be like Lil Durk, Kevin Gates, uh, NBA Youngboy, that kind of realm, Lil Baby, like that realm of rap is I'm into that. I like that a lot. Um, And so, but it's cool with you because you're putting out music that's actually good. My music wasn't good when I first put it out and I knew, and I was like, yo, I'm happy that I don't have a lot of fans because this shit sucks. Like I knew it wasn't good. <laughs> Plus you're, so this whole thing is original too. Like the beats, like I was taking beats from, I was rapping over famous beats, mm. jacking for beats. Um, take me through. I would love to know your process in terms of writing and just the process from zero to the end product. Like what is your process like creatively? Okay, so creatively, I mean, um, unfortunately, I'm I'm not in a position right now where I could just be in the studio all the time. Uh-huh. So um, I'm I'm working on getting to that. But I usually, when I can get in the studio, I usually take the time. Like I'll be in my room, and you know, what I mean, it's just it's just the process of just going over beats all the time. You know, what I'm saying going over beats all the time, and then when I find the right when I find the right one, I write. I usually write in my room. Like I put my headphones on, and uh, write in my room. And, you know, I just, you know, I, mean, I, I get a chorus down, I, I, I write the lyrics or whatever, and then I go in the studio and I make it happen. So mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty much the process. Um, very cool. Where, where was the, so the album is, by the way, for everyone, I mean, I've, we've said it, but Breakout Season is the name of it. Um, you can find, I'll put a link in the description, but uh, Showtime one word space V uh, where, where did you get the inspiration? Well, you know what I'm really curious about the album cover. Oh, yeah, where did yeah. you think that is one of the sickest <laughs> album covers? Where did you, th- I mean, it's an original piece. It looks like, uh-huh. where did you think of that? Bro. So, um, I watch I don't know if you know, but I watch a lot of anime, bro. Yeah. Like, growing up, I, that was, that's my shit. So, um, uh, it's a show called Naruto. That's my favorite anime of all time. Favorite show, honestly. And um, I just, like, the idea from it just came, like, you know, like, when I think of that show, I think about, like, myself. Mm-hmm. In a weird sense, like, I think about, like, the main character in that show. And, like, I just, I picture myself being him. <laughs> I just, j- j- just that. like virtual reality type stuff. You know what I mean? I try to just think outside the box. And, like, um... Yeah, so I just, you know I mean? That's where the idea came from. I, I saw, I saw like, a picture that that could fit, like, the idea of what where I'm going towards the album. Mm-hmm. And I just, I was like, uh, I hit up this dude. I found this dude on IG, and he drew, like, like hella dope, like, anime, anime covers and everything. So I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I gave him the layout, and he was like, hey, we can make it work. I, it's a sick album cover. And it's funny because, it, I mean, it caught my attention. 
when I first saw it, when you first posted it and it, and it was, it's very good. So, uh, you know, I give you big props on that for, sure. for getting a dope album cover together. That's not easy. You know, it's not easy to get a good album cover. Um, so props to you on that. And then the idea of the whole like album, like where did you, what, what was your inspiration behind um, the whole thing as, as a whole? You saw the album as a whole? Yeah, not the not the cover, the actual like the music. Like, where was your inspiration for that? Like, what was it? Oh, okay. So I just wanted to show people what I could do, bro. That's mm -hmm. pretty much all it was. Like, I I knew I was making songs and Chico and everything, and like I was just kind of putting them out there, and like, but like not for real, just kind of just throwing them out there. But I wanted to like, I knew that I had something, and like I was like, okay, like it's time for people to see it. So like it's like kind of like me just coming out, like my breakout. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like this is what I could really do. You know what I mean? People really haven't seen what I can do like just yet. I mean, like the album, the album is. It, 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 it's, it's a good start. It's a good starter for what's to come. But I got, I got some, I got some, I got some stuff for y'all, man. <laughs> I, got some, I got some. You have new stuff. stuff you're working on now. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, that's great. And I, I think that uh, I, I, I like it. And one thing that I really like about the album is I was just telling a friend of mine this yesterday. When an artist has a sound that works for them, and they do it over and over again, I, I personally like that. Some, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. But when I like the style, I'm like, please keep doing that. And you did that. You know, the songs aren't drastically different from one another. But, dude, I like that. I know what I'm getting when I hear Breakout Season. I can hit it on shuffle and go. Right. I can do whatever. Right. Some artists, it's different. Like, there's artists, like, it depends. It's a dangerous game. Like, Kanye, that's not how it is with Kanye. Sometimes his... But actually, it depends, though. It depends. Like, he, all of his albums, like, within the album has one sound for that album. Mm. But Drake, he'll have songs where the songs are different. Like, uh, Views, I'm thinking of, or Nothing Was the Same. He'll have such a vast array of sounds, but they all work, right? And right. he's prolific for that. But I don't want to talk shit on any one artist, but there's an artist, I'm, uh, artist that I'm thinking of where they try to go and do a bunch of different stuff. And I'm like, damn, I wish you just stuck with this one kind of style. Mm -hmm. uh, who's an artist? Like Travis Scott, great job. All his songs, it's pretty much the same style. Great. Travis Scott, uh, Kevin Gates is one. He's my favorite. You know, Future, pretty much. I mean, it's just like you've got your sound. You go with it. You right. completely just, in terms of that, your style, your musical sense, what do you think is your style? And do you feel like you want to, try new things do you like your style where do you feel about all that um bro so <laughs> i like my style but like at the same time too like obviously i love my style i know my sound but like i can for me like i just feel like i'm super versatile like mm -hmm. i can rap on a lot of beats bro like a lot of beats like I, I'm doing uh, i'm working on this project right now where i'm rapping on like um i don't know if you heard like detroit style beats like Mm -mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, like there's like a new wave of rappers coming up in like Michigan, like Flint. Like there's they're all like really hard. You know what I'm saying? Like the beats are like they're super different, but they're like they're mm -hmm. they're so hard to me. Like the 808s like hit different. And like um, I'm starting to rap on those, and people really haven't heard that yet. But I, I fuck with it, bro. I fuck with it. And um, I would say like breakout season, like like that, that, that's my like that's not my sound for real, for real. So like. But like I'm kind of like translating that sound to like other style beats, 
So like, it's not it's not different from what I used to do, but it's just on different beats. And like, I feel like it'll it'll it'll, it'll make some noise for sure. Do you do you who are some artists that you listen to where you're like, I love this sound. This is kind of where I model my sound after. Um, a lot of so inspirations for my sound. Like my, my sound is unique in its own, but um, definitely um, Lil Durk, bro. Lil Durk, I probably Lil Durk so heavy, bro. Um, just the way he plays with the beat, it's like, you know, what I mean, I try to, yeah, for sure. He, he's definitely an inspiration of mine when it comes to music. Um, you know, like J Cole when it comes to lyricism. Um, you know, what I'm saying Tory Lanez. Mm. Um, yeah, just artists like those. Bino, you know, you know, you know for sure. You know, yeah, artists like those for sure. What's Bino's name again? Bino Redux. Yeah, Bino Rido. Bino Rideau, yeah, 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 yeah. He's fire from LA. Yeah, yeah, he's tough. He's Very tough. dope artist. I, yeah, I, yeah. I've listened to him just on that Nipsey album they did together. No pressure. That was a fire album. That's that to me. That guy is who I hear your sound a lot. And Tory Lanez, I hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny you say J Cole, and I now I'm starting to think, oh yeah, you're right. Like that lyricism, flow, real stories. Um, is there a uh, so for a long time? Maybe I, maybe this was just me. I was always trying to shoot for this new sound, not like change who I am, but always trying to upgrade back. Okay. What's the next evolution. And I was looking at artists, right? So when I first started, it was Cole and Kendrick because they were on their come up around the same time that I was starting, not on their come up. They were blowing up. So I was like looking at dudes like that, big Sean. Um, yeah. And then I, I just kind of was like, okay, now Drake, I'm trying to make music like that. And then I got to this time where like Roy Woods was a guy I like a lot, you know, and I, and I was doing that. Mm-hmm. So now, and now it's, now I don't even, I have no idea. Now I'm just like, I don't do that anymore. I don't, I don't know. I don't look at artists going, I want to make music. I don't know. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. I, I went to this whole transition and I'm just trying to do it. Whatever the fuck I hear in my head. Right, right, right. Uh, what what is it where are you at in terms of how you evolve as an artist like do you like find artists and you're like yeah that's a good sound or how do you get that inspiration honestly i don't i don't look at artists uh for their sound honestly mm-hmm. like i just i have my own sound bro i just whatever i feel in my head whatever i feel at that time i just rock with bro honestly mm-hmm. and if i think it's hard then like I just go, you know what I'm saying? Like, I listen to artists all the time. Like, I listen to the dirt. What I would do is, at the same time, too, like, I would listen to artists, and, like, I would picture myself on that track. You know what I'm saying? So oh, would, interesting. Yeah, so I would listen to Lil Dirt, and, like, as I'm listening to him, like, I would sing my own lyrics. And, like, <laughs> like kind of back, like, 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 as if I was a feature on the song. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So I would do that, and I'd be like, okay, like, I can... You know what I'm saying? And, and and in doing that, I can be like, okay, like me and this artist can make some fire stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I just go from there. But like, I could just, I incorporate my own sound with, with with the artists that I hear. So like, I just, I stick to my sound. And then I like other, other sounds, obviously, but like, I stick to my own sound. And then like, I just try to like, compare it with, with, with everybody else that I hear. You know what I'm saying? Right. Have you seen those TikTok videos where people do that, where they'll be like, if I was to feature on this and this song and. I haven't. You never seen those? I haven't seen those. I haven't seen those, bro. Okay. So our mutual friend who I know you have a song with, A Styles. 
he was doing TikTok videos like that, where he was like, if I was to be a feature on Grease by Drake, and he will pretend to be the producer and walk in the studio. And it, you should watch those. They're hella funny. And then it's kind of like their way of doing exactly what you just said, like rapping over the beat. And then people uh-huh. would make TikTok videos pretending like they were actually featured. And they're, they're very entertaining videos. A Styles kills when he does those. Uh, yeah, no, t- I'm going to take him out. He told me they're a lot of work, so he doesn't do them as much. But uh, what's your uh, – what do you feel like is a challenge for you now going forward? What's the next step, not as creatively, but in terms of reaching your goals as a musician? Like what challenges do you see? Okay, so next step for me, I got to be able to – I got to be able to get in the studio 24-7. Mm. That's the next step for me. Like once I'm able to really, you know what I mean, like with my engineer, like just – go hard, go hard, go hard, like, just stay, stay creating, stay creating, like, in, in the studio, like, be able to put down layout tracks, like, that, that, that'll be huge for me, and then, uh, and then, and then marketing, marketing is another, another yeah. thing that I gotta, that I gotta really work on. I mean, you know, I would recommend you build your own setup at home, that's my thing, I mean, I've had my own recording setup at home for, uh, eight years, I think, and it's, you can't, you just can't trade that, you know, and you don't, you could get everything you need for 500 bucks and then you're set. Um, so that'd be my recommendation. And uh, with the marketing stuff too, like you and I've already started to discuss that off the podcast, but we've talked about me helping you with your Facebook ads, which we're going to still do. Right. Uh, yeah. I was just talking to a guy named Co- Corey, the savior, and he is linked up with a guy named Brandman Sean. Okay. Who, he's got, a bunch of YouTube videos for artists on their branding and building their business. They have an agency called Contra Brand Agency where they're they're literally a marketing agency for musicians and musicians will pay them to run their marketing campaigns. So I got to have Corey on, on the podcast a few days ago. So, and they've spent, I don't know, a lot of money on ads. So they've experienced a lot. So I asked him, I, gr- I was grilling him and we talked about the difference between artists going after exposure and getting on like, and you and I've talked about this, going after like growing on Spotify, growing their Instagram, growing their, whatever it is, like these different channels that artists want to grow. Mm-hmm. And then I told him, well, I don't care about that stuff. Like I'm, and I've talked to you about this, but I'm streamlined. And I'm like, I would, I asked him his perspective, bro. I would rather build a customer base. What's your thoughts? Is it customers first, fans later? Like, how do you, he's like, it depends on your goals. Like, it depends on where you're at because having like a lot of Spotify listeners and followers on Instagram can be good because you can get brand deals that way because brands will look at you and be like, oh, you got leverage. But he said, but you probably should start with customers. You should probably start, build that first and then you can build all that other stuff later. Um, So that was just a thought. And the other thing too, I want to share with you was, um, I realized that like music that might seem old to us as the artist isn't old to people who've never heard it. Right. You know, like you can put out songs like breakout season could be in a year from now. Like if someone's never heard breakout season, like in a year, that's new to them. Right. So that yeah. means that your music has this sense of legacy to it that I think a lot of artists don't think about. I think we think, Oh, I made that was old shit, but it's like, yeah, but somebody might not have ever heard it. It's new. Exactly. You know? So I think for you, like, I think a cool thing that I want to work on with you that we're going to, hopefully we're going to work on that is like, I think putting something together with breakout season as a package deal where you sell that to people 
while you continue to work on your new shit, uh, you know, that could be something that could be something really cool in terms of the marketing stuff. Where do you see, like when you said your challenge with marketing, where is it a sense of you're not sure what to do? Is it a sense of a low budget? Is it kind of both? Like, what is it that is challenging you with marketing? Um, it's just kind of just that the, the direction, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel like a lot of people are focused on like growing their Instagrams and like, like you said, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I just want to see results, bro. Like, it's not even about like getting clout. Like, I just want to see some results. Like, like I want to, like, I do want to increase my fan base, but at the same time, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not too worried about the money right now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it would be cool to see some income from it. Just from like, I, I know streams, like they don't really give much. Yeah. But, like, you know, just, just, you know what I mean? Just seeing results, bro. Like just, 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 just getting my name out there for, for other people to be like, okay, like who is this dude? Like, you know what I mean? Like that, that's why like, I really go out my way to try to get good coverage. Like just, just stuff that make people get people talking, like get people to, you know what I mean? And be like, Oh snap. Like what's this? You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. things like that, you know? Yeah, totally. And I mean, that's, <clears throat> you're, you're in the same place that like pretty much almost all artists who are starting out or even I'm 10 years deep and I'm still in that same mind frame of like, obviously I want there to be a lot of revenue and income and profit. Yeah. Like that's our real goal, but I get what you mean with the whole, I just need to see something happening. Like I need to see some kind of results. And uh, from what I've seen from other artists, not my own experience yet, but I'm working toward it this year. But what I've seen from other artists is yeah, like shooting for just getting customers and like just a small amount of customers is so much better because you know, if you have the, 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 the saying is if you have a thousand true fans, like a thousand people to spend money every year, you'll make a living. Cause if you can get a thousand people to spend a hundred bucks, you've made a hundred grand. And you know, if you think of the number of thousands, not like a big number compared to, you know, I think we're usually thinking in millions and hundreds of thousands of views, followers, subscribers, blah, 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 likes, whatever. And it's like, you really don't, you, those things are like, they're just not that important. What's really important is like how many people are buying from you, right? you know, and how many are going to buy from you once and then buy again and again. Right. That's yeah. 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 No, no, a hundred percent, bro. Just to piggyback off of that. Like, yeah, it's easy for somebody to just like or comment on on an Instagram post. You know what I mean? But don't even like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, that's so easy to do. Like, you know what I mean? Like not even all those people like probably take the time to really listen to your stuff and really like, bias you know what i'm saying so it's just like it's, it's just like it's just seeing results bro like that's it that's yeah. good for me you know yeah i think i think i think one thing too i could recommend is um you know in terms of planning out a one year or a six month or a three month span of time or a one month you know is is get really focused on what that result specifically is, you know, like for me, the 2021 goal is 1000 people to buy something from me. So like, God forbid I fall short. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, if I fall short, it's fine. I still would have a a couple hundred customers like that's still okay, but that's it. That's my goal. It's a thousand people to buy something. So then month to month, I look at what is, you know, this month look like then next month and next month. So, because I have that clear goal of 1,000 people to make a purchase, you know, so for you, I would say take some time 
And now it's good because we're getting into that New Year's resolution vibe. So take some time to really be like, well, what is it that I want? Like, what is the, because saying you want results is one thing, but knowing that result, right, is, is uh, that's where the power of, of, to me, like, that's where the power of the universe starts to come in. Because the universe wants to give you results, but only if you know how to concentrate on those results. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what do you feel like is important to you in terms of like, you know, why, like for music, like what is important to you in terms of results from your music or, or what you want out of music? Um, honestly, bro, like what's important for me is just, you know, just, not just, just get my name out there, bro. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Just get my name out there. Like for, for like artists, like artists who's like really buzzing right now, they'll be like, all right, who's this dude? You know what I'm saying like, like I'm not the type of dude to like just go out and try to like try to grab features, like pay all these money for features. Like, nah, like I'm just like I know what I can do at the end of the day. It's just like how can I get other people to to realize what I can do as well? And that's just that's just really the main goal right now. Right, right, yeah. It's just feeling fulfilled from your music. I get that totally. I also get what you were saying with the whole like. Uh, that you're not that focused on the money because that's not what it's about. You're not making music for money. You're making music because you love music. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I love music. Bro. I, I, I love making people feel good. You know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's a great feeling, bro. When somebody can listen to my song and like that can help them throughout their day or like really put them in a good mood. You know what I mean? Like, like I always tell myself, like, I don't be make, like, I already like make songs. Like I make vibes, bro. Like I focus yeah. on making a vibe. Like when I make a song, bro, and like obviously that came out over time, like over like back in the day, like I'll just make a song, like okay, boom. But like now that I notice, like when I make songs now, like it's a it's a whole vibe, bro. It's a whole vibe, and like mm. like it, if it makes me feel some type some type of way, and it makes somebody else feel the same type of way, like in a good mood, like in a good sense, like it's it feels it feels amazing, bro. It really does, you know what I mean? And I know like the more I get known, the more people I can I can touch in that in that sense, you know what I'm saying? And it, it just grows from there, you know what I'm saying? Right. No doubt. I think that I love the idea of making a vibe around music because I used to get too picky in particular about like an exact direction of like a lyric or like a a verse. And it's like, I started listening to music that the lyrics were not complicated, but I loved the music. And I was like, man, I was so overthinking like writing lyrics. Like you just need to write something that flows, that hits on the tempo, right. And has the right, melody if that's there or like just cadence like all that which i think your music does a great job uh, uh i think you accomplish that really well in the music it it is a vibe there is some real shit in there though too like that's what's cool is yeah. i don't feel you know like oh this is dumb like this is dope music but it's also some real shit um so i think that's i think that's really really good in terms of like uh when you look at the music industry or the independent musician grind, whatever, what do you see in terms of the world around you? Um, and where do you see your, your, yourself fitting into that? Um, well, and like you said before, like times have changed with like social media and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like I see myself, I, I, I was never really too fond of social media, bro. But like when, when it comes to my music, like I, I literally use my Instagram just for just for music. Like literally, like I just like I, I just kind of took it for what it is, you know what I'm saying? Right. And like, all right, like let's do it. But um, 
just fit in. So, I mean, you know, like, I feel like the music world now, I can really fit in, you know what I mean? Especially with my sound. Like, I got that auto-tune, like that, you know what I mean, play with the beat, melodic type sound. Like, right. I feel like I can really, I can, I can really fit in, like, for real, for real with this music stuff. So, like, I, yeah. I think so, too. I, you know, I, like, I get really overwhelmed with social media and super just frustrated with it all the time and i i don't really uh yeah i don't really enjoy it that much i don't enjoy making content that much De- it depends on the content like t- right now we're making content podcast mm-hmm. this shit i'm i love this i'm just talking like i'm just right, talking right, to my home right. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah and it's great like i just don't put that whole stress on oh it's got to go viral i i don't know i'm just like bro whatever like the people this is for i i feel like the one thing that's helped with content and i think when it comes to actually making the content, it's all about like, what do you actually like? And then you also have to think about who you're doing it for. And the, the person I'm doing this podcast for is the person who's going to be like patient enough to want to hear this much. Like we're already, you know, 40 minutes deep. Like somebody who's, you know, it's more for that one person. It's like, if one person hears this and likes it, I did my job because I didn't spend money to make it. They didn't spend money to hear it. So there's none of that pressure going on of you expect this thing because you gave me your money and I put money into it. So I expect this thing. It's more of just, you know, if one person hears this podcast and gets affected by it in a positive way, then um, that's great. And I feel like coming from that angle for your content is really good. But what's been challenging for me to keep that is it's still a lot of effort. Right. How do you feel about that? Because you obviously put a ton of effort into your music and you probably put some money into it for studio time and beats. In terms of like why you do the music, do you feel like it gets conflicted with, shit, I want these results, but I, you know what I mean? Does that, is that a challenge for you at all or not really? I don't really see it as a challenge, bro. Because at the end of the day, I'm doing what I love to do. You right. know? Like if, 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 if push comes to shove, I'm, I can still, I can still like, I can still control that. I can make music and, 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 you know what I mean? Just, just keep doing what I love to do at the end of the day. Like, so I don't really see it as a challenge, just like something that I, I should be doing, but I don't see it as a challenge really. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's really cool. I mean, that's always for me been a challenge is just the challenge of fucking, yeah, I love doing music, but I also still have to do all these things. You're, you're also don't, are you done with school? Uh, I'm, I'm on the fence. Okay. 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 We, we don't have to get into it, but I was doing music with school at the same time. Right. And that was always a challenge for me. Like, fuck school. I hate school. Like I was never a good student. So I was always constantly like, Oh, I have to do this thing. Cause if I popped off with music, I'd be out of this bitch. Right. right. Uh, but that's, the, and that's the life of being an entrepreneur. You have to do stuff you don't like, you know, you might have to have that two, three part-time jobs and the side hustle. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't really like them, but you got to do them because you need some kind of income to put into your business. Um, that was always a big challenge for me. That was really hard for me to stay patient when I was like, bro, how can I stay patient when, you know, I have to go do these things that I like hate right, and right. still have to, that's why I didn't like when people said, trust the process, love the process. It's like, nah, bro, fuck you. I don't like being behind a register serving these fat motherfuckers their French fries. I don't like want to do that. You're tough, Sorry. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then somehow have the strength to go back to the studio and grind till midnight. I don't want to do that shit. Right. 
that's not what I, I want to wake up and make music and go to bed and make music. Like that's all. So how do you trust the process? Like what's your whole mindset on just like trusting the process? Bro, honestly, like, it's just like, that's the only way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just like, you just have to, because like at the end of the day, like, you know what I mean? It, it's going to be a grind, bro. At the end of the day, like you, you could think, okay, like, like I, I know I'm good, you know what I mean? But like, why isn't it happening now? It's like, right. bro, like that's just how life works. Like, it's a grind, bro. Like, if if, if it's something that you really want to do, but you just gotta, you gotta go get it. You gotta just trust the fact that, like, okay, you gotta see it in your head, like, okay, because like I just think about like manifestation. Like, manifestation is real, bro. Like, like there's no gimmicks. Like, manifestation is a real thing. You know what yeah, I mean? If you see yourself, like, if you know what you can do. And you know your potential, you know what I mean? Everything else in between really doesn't matter. Like, it's just like, you know what I mean? You just got to grind it out until you see that result that you can picture in your head. You know what I'm saying? It's just, there's no other way. That, that, that's, I, I believe in manifestation. I don't really know much about it <clears throat> other than my own experience with it. Um, I've had proof of it. I mean, the, the biggest, yeah, I think the biggest evidence of manifestation I've had in my life that was really big was when I got to meet Legion Beats like in person because the way it worked was I got involved. Well, first of all, I've been knowing who he was and his whole brand for years and I had bought beats from them and used them for songs. I've been knowing them. Um, and uh, And like then I got mentored by him personally because I was trying to make a business as a music producer selling beats. So I did zoom calls with Gabe one-on-one and then I had made my vision board on my wall and I put pictures of people that I want to meet one day. So I got Gary V and other dudes like that. And Gabe Legion beats is on that wall. And then, and then the contest he did came out called Legion studio takeover, getting to be in the studio with him and his team. Right when that thing came out, I said, I'm fucking winning that. I'm winning that. And I did, I ended up winning it. And it was a referral competition. It wasn't no luck. It was, that made me realize what luck really means. Quote unquote. They didn't pick my name out of a hat. I had to get a certain amount of people to sign up to this content, to, to his link. And that's who, that's how the winner was picked. So I realized, uh, and then I met him and we sat together for four hours and talked and became homies. And now I look at that same picture, same picture on my wall. I go, shit, every day I looked at his face and I looked at all these people going, I'm gonna meet these people. And then I ended up meeting him. But I realized that just thinking and just meditating isn't what gets it. It was, that was an example of manifestation because I actually had to do something. I had to take an action. Like Lady Luck, opportunity came knocking and I was like, all right, I'm going to win that contest. And I I actually kind of had to work kind of hard to win it. And I did. So it's not just about if you write it and journal it. It's like, no, like the goddess of good luck rewards men who take action. Right, right, right. So it's all about that. Exactly, exactly, bro. What's your thoughts on all that? What's your thoughts on taking action and and manif- and all that shit, bro? It's it's just it, it, it's I don't know, bro. It's just like it just feels like you gotta you gotta just do it. Like if if you feel like it's something you can accomplish, like you just gotta take the te- take the steps towards doing it. Like it may not be even if it's not clear to you right there and then, like. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, like, I, w- I want to be, like, like we talked be- about before, I want to get results. I want people to know who I am. I want these artists to know who I am. So maybe we can work together in the future. But, like, and then and then I think about the stuff that I'm doing now. It's like, okay, like, what can I do now? But it's just, like, you got to just. Oh, my- Bro. <laughs> Is that thunder? 
Did you hear that? What is that? That's thunder, bro. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought somebody was taking out the garbage. <laughs> bro, that was, that was OD, bro. That's got to be because of this conversation. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just drop it. It's a sound effect. Damn, dude. You know? Yeah, that was crazy. But that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, it's just, it just, you gotta, I just gotta figure out, like, okay, what can I do today? You know what I mean? Just take it day by day, you know? Like, what can I do today to get towards my goal? And it's just, you just go from there. And I feel like, I feel like if you, if you know who you are, you know what I mean? You're comfortable within yourself, you're comfortable in your abilities, bro. Like, I just feel like the sky's the limit for anybody. You know what I mean? Anybody should think that way, you know? Yeah. I, I love that what you said, just take it day by day. You know, that's been my whole thing is, Try to just think about, like, just think, all right, just don't think so much about the future. Just look at today and be like, well, what am I going to do today that I know for a fact is going to be something good that will help me make me a better artist? Maybe this is something that will grow my brand. Like, even going to DM 10 people is going to grow your brand. Like, that's a very small action, but, you know, it it just, you know, it's something. You know, even making a post on Instagram is, is, it's something. You know, it's, it's definitely, and it's just like, that's where growth comes in. I feel like people overestimate what they can do in one day. There's this one quote. Oh, uh, fuck. I know I'm going to make it wrong. It was like they, people overestimate what they can do in 10 years, but underestimate what they can do in one year. Is that it? Have you heard that before? Uh, I haven't heard that before, but I mean, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I might be, I might be switching it. My my quote would be: I think people overestimate what they can do in one day. Mm-hmm. I think people overestimate it. People are like, people just try to do too much in one day, and then they start thinking about like, like we all have a goal of an M. We want a mill, and we just are like every day we live in the reality that we don't have a million. We're like fucking, we hate our life, and it's like, yeah, that's not good. Like you don't want to be living in that. I lived in that. And it's like, no, bro, today, like if you just like do five things today that are like really good things, go to bed and just, you need to be like, you need to just settle with the fact that you did something good today. It didn't get you a million bucks, but you have to settle with the fact that to get a million, it's like a million actions. It's like a thousand. Yeah. It's like over and over. It's not like, you're not just going to do one thing. Like you're not, it's very unlikely you're just going to put out one song randomly. It's just going to pop. I hate when artists say that shit. Yeah. I hate that because it's a fucking lie. It's not true. Um, Post Malone talks about when he dropped White Iverson. He's like, White Iverson just dropped, and yeah, we just woke up the next day and had all these plays. Bro, that's not true. Oh, like there was either label backing or financial backing, or there was there was stuff behind the scenes going on. It wasn't just a random drop. That's just not how things work. And we think that it is. It's like, no, bro. Plus, he had been playing instruments. Like, you don't know the amount of work Post Malone put in before he made that song. He's probably working on his craft a lot. He didn't just randomly fuck around in the studio and make White Iverson. Right. <laughs> no, nah, definitely. And, like, to, to piggyback off of that, like, yeah, bro, like, if, I have a song called the, uh, the, the intro track on Breakout Season, B Skywalker. And if I would have made that, like, like, two, three years ago, I'd be like, bro, like, I'm about to blow up. <laughs> like, but it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I knew, like, there be songs I make in the studio, I'm like, all right, like, yo, this is hot. But, like, I know for a fact that, like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to just drop it and the next day, like, I'm going to have all these people calling me, like, no, like, it's a process. Like, that song can blow up, but maybe it'll take a year, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a journey, bro. It's a journey, and I know that, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it is a journey, and I also think that I've been seeing stuff 
from my end of things where like if you know how to run ads on YouTube and Facebook, which is a skill that every artist needs to learn, um, dude, you can, I mean, then you start thinking about, cause like all of us are willing to save up our money and spend our money on our craft. Like all of us are, we're all willing to invest. And then you got to start thinking about like, what is worth an investment? Because I'll give you an example for me. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> I was looking at, uh, all the videos I've run, um, ads to I've run, I think four or five maybe, but I was looking at them all yesterday, okay. just kind of analyzing them, breaking them down. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> one of the ones that I did that, that it didn't perform the best, it wasn't my best performing one. It was just like a good example. It was the one I spent the most money, which was 200 bucks, 199. Uh, it didn't perform the best, but what I saw was I got, you know, and I can double check just to make sure I get the numbers, but you know, we look at, we look at when it comes to advertising, it's basically numbers and science. It's not about being techie. You know, I think people get mixed up and think it's very techie. It's not techie. It's just number. It's analyzing numbers. It's analyzing data, right. which is very easy. You literally look and see what happened. I think people get so scared. I'm like, bro, there's nothing to be scared of. You just, just look at what happened. It's not that difficult, but there was, there was one, I'm trying to find it. Um, oh, here we go. So I'm, I'm looking on my ads thing right now. Um, yeah. So this one I spent 194 bucks and I got, yeah. Okay. So, you know, there's a difference between reach and impressions. Like reach is the amount of people that saw it. Okay. Impressions is how many times it was seen. So like one person could have seen the video twice. That would be one reach and two impressions. Right. If they saw it three times, that's three impressions. So we look at impressions. We don't look at reach as much. We care more about impressions because another metric we look at is called CPM, which I don't know what the M stands for. I think it's cost per mention, but it just means how, many, how much money do you spend per thousand impressions? That's, right. the, that, that's what it is. That's a number that a lot of people look at. So anyway, the point of what I'm saying is impressions is a number that you can look at to see if this did anything. So this, I spent $195 and I got 82,000 impressions and that was not performing well. Like that was not a good performing campaign, but how much did you spend on, you know, don't, you don't have to say, but how much, think about the amount of money you spent in the studio. Think about the amount of money you bought beats for. You could buy a beat for 200 bucks. And it's not going to reach anyone just buying a beat. Right. And so you start thinking, wait, what? And then no, I had to make a music video. You know, I had to do like, I had to spend money on the ads, but you know, I bartered with a guy and the guy did the video for me for free. Cause I gave him free studio time. So you can work out little deals. Um, one of my videos I did that did really well, not really well, but it did like pretty good. Um, yeah, this one was like a hundred dollars. And I got like 32,000 impressions, but I think compared to like the amount of money I spent with that other one, I think it did better. Like I didn't spend as much, but I got better results. But like, dude, 32,000 impressions, like 30,000 people saw this video and I spent a hundred bucks. And like, when you start seeing shit like that, you start realizing like the capability that you have when you just know how to like running ads is fucking easy once you know it. 
It's not that hard to know it. Um, and I don't want to sound like an asshole because I know some people are like, dude, no, it's not. I don't have any idea. It's like, bro, I'm telling you, watch a couple YouTube videos. You'll learn Facebook ads. You just need to try it. Right. Um, yeah, dude, honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of started going. and I don't really – I don't even know why I was, like, talking about that. <laughs> it's, it's good, bro. It's uh, good. I, I just want artists to understand. I want you to understand, too, that um, the capabilities that you have at your fingertips is, like, it's pretty incredible. And if you know how to run YouTube and Facebook ads, you can start to, like – you can build a fan base. And, by the way, like, all those – like, not all of those people, but, like – not all of them, but some of the people, like the people who watch percentages of your video, you know, like I had from that video, for example, I can see the amount of people who watched 50% of that video. So 350 people watched half that video. I can retarget all of them and send them something else. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, and I can add up like 350, 223 people saw 75% of it. So I could add up the amount of people who saw 50, 75, 95, and hundred percent of the video and put all of those people in one audience and send all of them another video. Right, right, right. It's like, wow, now you can retarget them. Yeah. And exactly. everybody who reacted to the video, who did a comment, a like, a share, like I have all those people, I can, I can plug them too. Right. It's yeah, like, that's, that's yeah. sure. The one aspect people miss that we, you and I have talked about is don't just do it for these numbers. Like all these numbers I'm talking about are super dope, but like you need to plug something in that they can purchase. Right. Give them something to buy. And that can be a CD or, or an album. It can be an album. I, I'm all about creating an offer. So like just giving your music away is great. But if you could give them music and videos behind the scenes, then you start getting creative. You're like, all right, well, what's like a creative thing I could do? So for me, I, you know, I'm, I've got like this album I'm going to put out that I've never put out and I'm never, am going to put it out on Spotify and Apple. It's only going to, you have to buy it. So there's that aspect to it and behind the scenes videos that I'll never put out for public and for bonus songs. So like, you're going to get all these things that have never been put out. It's like secret shit. So that's mm -hmm. the offer aspect, the features. And then the selling point of it is like, now you have to get into people emotionally on like, why would they buy from why are they buying from Showtime V? Like, what is the relatability mm. that they're going to get from you? You put all of that together onto like a web page, and then like you get people to go to that web page from, oh, all these people watch that music video. Let's send them an ad where they're like, yo, I got this new album and hella extra material that you're not going to get unless you see it right here. Make oh. sure to click the link. It's such a streamlined process. Step one, step two, step three. Definitely, definitely. P yeah. I'm sorry. I'm like rambling, but like, I'm just like saying all this shit. You know, I've talked to you about this stuff before, but like, where do you see with all of that? Do you fucking want to do that stuff? Do you vibe with that stuff? Do you feel like maybe that's too far down the road or is that something you want to get into? No, it's definitely something that I want to get into. Um, definitely. Definitely. Uh, I would like to build a little bit more traction first before I get into that stuff. Yeah. But um, no, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, because like, I feel like what you're saying, like, and you say you're rambling, but you just, you know what I mean? You're saying some good shit, so it, it doesn't really matter because like a lot of artists aren't doing that. You know what I'm saying? Right. A lot of artists are just like, you know what I mean? Just like trying to get the clout, trying to get the, you know what I'm saying? Like looking for, going for the look. It's just like, all right, like, 
know what I'm saying? Like, if I can, if I can find a way to get a certain audience and like get people wanting more, you know what I mean, and 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 then giving them more, like you know what I mean, that's that's something that would, would you know what I mean would, would be a step forward, you know. So mm-hmm. definitely. I like where you're at talking about getting more traction because, you know, for me, like I'm trying to do this whole like 1,000, and like it also breaks down numbers wise with percentages. So like there's certain benchmarks meaning like, okay, like a benchmark, uh, shooting 40% from the three. That's a benchmark. That's a really good benchmark, right? If you're shooting 40% from three, bitch, give me the ball. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely. Absolutely, But if you're so, so, but you're like, all right, well, so that means if I'm shooting like 38%, 37%, I'm like, okay, I'm in a good range. 37% 37% is actually pretty damn good too. It is for three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, so those are benchmarks. So in business and marketing, there's benchmarks too, right? So there's certain things that like, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm just, there's so many I'm thinking of, but like, all right. So let's say you have like a website. Okay. And that website is one page and the page is only dedicated to buying. So let's talk breakout season. So let's say you have, a website it's breakoutseason.com or showtimev.com showtimev.com slash breakout season mm-hmm. you go to that url and on there is like the only thing on there is like you have to it's just for buying breakout season it's not like a website with hella shit it's just no it's for buying breakout season you have a little sales video maybe a picture of the cd some testimonials and then like an order form where people put their name and credit card they're buying it. Okay. So what we want to do is for the amount of people that land on that page, we want 20 to 30% of them to buy it. So for every hundred people that land on the page, we would want 20 to 30 people to buy. Okay. If they're not hitting that benchmark. So if you're getting for every hundred people that land, one person buys it. You need to look at the layout of your page and be like, something's wrong here. Or maybe there's something wrong with the advertisement, but something is going wrong. You know what I mean? If you're shooting 20% from three, unless you're a big man, like if you're a big man and you're not supposed to be shooting threes, that's different. But if you're supposed to be shooting threes and you're only shooting 25% or 30%, something is wrong. You need to fix it. Same thing. So that's one benchmark. Okay. So that means if I, but then, so, so then what you see, you have to just keep going backwards. It's like, you get this little, like you start with a funnel, like you start with this little group of people. Okay. So for every hundred people, 20 of them got to buy, then you expand. How many people land on that page? Well, you go, okay. They see an advertisement for the amount of people that see the ad. 1% of them will click on and go to the page. So for every thousand people, is that right? 1% of a thousand should be a hundred, right? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Or is that 10%? So I, 1% of a thousand. No, no, no. 1% of a thousand would be. Um, It'd be 10. I think, I think 10% is a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. So that means you need 10,000 people to see the ad for a hundred to land on the page, which right. isn't, by the way, we just talked about how all the impressions I got from a campaign. So you can get 10,000 people to see the ad and then 1% of them should click. And then you want 20% of them to go there. And then from, and then that, that little number who saw that, 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 that ad, that's what's called a retargeting campaign. Mm -hmm. The first advertisement they're going to see is a music video. So the idea is they see your video, 
let's say it's the, uh, 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 the handsome freestyle video. You could run ads to that. People see that. And then you want a percentage of those people to see the next ad and then the next ad to go to your sales page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So all these benchmarks, right, is, is what we really want to get to that number. So for me, I said a thousand people to buy it. And like, that means that like, that means like a fuckload of people are gonna have to see that first video. That's why I said it's a one year goal. Like it's not gonna happen in a month. Yeah. It's gonna take a lot of money. But these are the numbers that artists should be looking at, Right. The problem is that our society and the music industry is is just Spotify is a fucking corporation. They don't really care about you as an artist. They care about them and their pocketbook. Spotify is making money from labels, funding them. Labels make money from all these other things. So like that's the shit that we need to be focused on. Not oh I'm trying to get cloud. I'm trying to get views. It's like no, bro. You should be trying to get customers. Like the like this whole process I just outlined. That's what you should be looking at. You know. I feel that. I feel that for sure. Yeah, dude. Sorry, I'm like going. I'm just fucking. Uh, 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 uh. Like, I'm just like, once I get going on this. Plus, I just had my second cup of coffee, so I'm like, fucking in. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, really quick, the last thing I'll ask you before we sign out: Why should people listen to Showtime V? What is the value that you're bringing to people? Bro, why people should listen to me is just I create vibes, bro. I create vibes. Like my music will put you in a good mood and make you want to dance. You know what I'm saying? If you, if your if your day is going bad, you know what I mean. I I I'll just give you a good vibe, man. That's that's really all it is. And at the end of the day, it'll be stuff that you can relate to. I'll talk about some deep stuff. I'll talk about family relationships. I'll talk about a lot of things that people can relate to. And you know what I mean? You, you'll feel good at the end of the day. So I feel like it's a win-win. I'll say from a perspective of being a fan it gives me confidence when I hear Showtime V's breakout season, I start to get confident. I don't know why it brings that, you know, just to hear somebody being so confident in a positive way, like you and being so it's such fun music, but it's not that happy go lucky fucking foo foo bullshit. It's, it's hard. It's hard. You know what I mean? I love it, man. That no effort freestyle is the one that gets me that I love. So I think a lot of people do. And I just, that type, I listen to your music and I just want to roll the windows down and turn my shit up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's really good to hear, bro. I, yeah. I, I can't that, for real. For real. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, man. bro. That's the goal. That's the goal, man. So where can people find you? People can find me everywhere, bro. Yeah, everywhere. Every single platform. <laughs> everywhere, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> you know I would saying? say go stream his fucking album, man. Breakout season is available everywhere, man. Go, go, go stream that. Go to Instagram, Showtime with two E's, underscore V. Showtime with two E's, underscore V, Showtime V. DM him and say, yo, I listened to Lizzie's podcast. It was lit. And go stream fucking – and you're on – are you on Triller? Do you want people to go follow you on Triller? I'm not on Triller. I'm not on Triller. You have a Triller video on your Instagram though. Well, I, I do, but I don't use the – I just use the app for – I, I make videos on Triller for Instagram. Like I, don't, I don't actually, I'm not active on Triller. Got it. Okay, don't go to Triller. Go to IG to message Josh. Oh, I see, and this is the first time I said your name on the pod. <laughs> this is JV, man. Josh Laverne. Laverne. <laughs> yeah, so go stream, show, uh, go, go stream Showtime V's new album, Breakout Season. Go hit him up on uh, IG. Tom Leasy sent you. Um, Josh, it was a, we need to talk again soon, by the way, about your marketing stuff, so I'm glad we got to reconvene this way. Um, yeah, man. Thank you so much for being on the pod, bro. I appreciate it.
No problem, bro. It was a pleasure, bro. For real. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Let's talk again soon. Have a good rest of your day. Guys, if you got value out of the episode, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, and share with a friend. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Yes, sir. All right, then, Lizzie. Peace. I know you see me.